Hey friend, welcome to the Planter Podcast. Refocus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, Damio Shodi, and I'm so happy that you're here listening to the Planter Podcast. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Planter Podcast today. I'm Damia Shodi, the host and... So excited to be here today. I just want to make a couple announcements again. So first thing is, I actually made a survey this week. Um, I really want to hear from you guys exactly on what you guys want to listen to. So it's actually really simple. It only takes like 45 seconds to fill out. And the link will literally be right below this podcast. Um, All you have to do is click it, fill it out, and it will send me an email. And the purpose of it is really just to figure out, you know, what topics you guys are really interested in so I can really hone in to what you guys want and I'm not just making stuff that maybe I want you know so I would really appreciate you to fill out that podcast it's completely anonymous so you don't have to be like oh my gosh he's in the um you know no it's me and it's that don't even worry about that uh it's anonymous however um I'm also awarding um somebody at random who filled out the podcast, a $25 gift card to Amazon. So if you want to be in that drawing, you have the option of providing your email. So once I choose the winner, um, you know, I can contact that person and let them know that they won. So, you know, it's super simple and you get a chance to actually win something. So it's a win-win situation. So second thing that I want to speak about is... Uh, If you have not subscribed to the podcast, please do so. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, Google Play. If I said iTunes already, I'm not sure, but I think I did. But anyways, yeah, you can subscribe on those platforms. And I will, again, leave the link below, especially for iTunes. Uh, You can subscribe there. And then you can also leave a review, y'all. Like, don't be scared. Like, I told you the last podcast. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna bite like it's not you know like just leave the just leave a review it's cool let me know what you guys think but more importantly I think for now if you can also fill out the survey that'd be really helpful too so I just want to come on here and make some quick things you know talk about some things real quick with you guys because you guys are the planter family do you guys like that name planter family is that something that y'all like names but I'm leaning towards planter family my friend calls y'all planties. I'm not really too sure about that, but if y'all like that, shoot, let me know. But yeah, we're gonna get right into this episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I know that you're gonna enjoy this. So keep on listening. Today is a very interesting topic, which I think will benefit every single person listening. Uh, we're gonna talk about the five things you need to know if you get into a car accident. And I know personally that I've gotten into a car accident and sometimes it's kind of like oh my gosh what do I do well we're here to talk about things that you can do so you have a clear mind clear understanding and you can get guess the best help that you that you will need so I have today on this podcast to help me speak about this topic um Miss Adeshola Adeyemi hi Ade hi Dami how are you good afternoon <laughs> hi Ade nice speaking with you. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. Thank you for having me today. Thank you. All right. Do you mind to, you know, let the people know what do you do? 
okay, I'm a lawyer, and um, specifically I'm located in Texas. Um, primarily, I practice all around Texas, but I'm located in Dallas, Texas, and I specialize in, in car accidents. Trust me, I know that's going to be really beneficial to a lot of people because I feel like almost everybody's been in a car accident at some point. So, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, um, I I also do other personal injuries, but primarily most of my practice in Texas specifically is car accidents. Um, uh, I guess with the technology age, um, accidents are just happening more and more. Um, also with road rage, more accidents are happening. You would, you would think that as we, as time goes on, we would have less, but we actually are having more, even with, even without weather conditions, we're having more specifically here in Texas. We are. I mean, I can understand that, especially like if you're texting and driving. You know, Correct. I think, yeah. Cause Sometimes you, I do it. I know what I'm supposed to do it. Sometimes, you know, at the red no, light. No, you got to be careful. I know, I know. And I tell myself, I said, Dabby, stop doing this. But yeah, like, you know, you can look down for one second and, you know, by the time you know it, you might be barreling into somebody's car. So, right. you know. You, you won't believe it that there are more accidents um, that are caused by texting, searching the internet, than drunk driving. And at times they can be just as deadly. Okay. And um, one of the things I have to remind myself, my friends and my family and my clients is the first thing a lawyer is going to do is we're going to subpoena your phone records to see what you were doing during the time of that accident. And more than likely that person was on the phone. Okay. So that's why I try to, once you hear that now, I try to restrain myself because I said, oh, someone just like me is going to get my records. (laughs) Right, right. Use them against me in an accident. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Nah, that was actually very useful information. So I'll definitely always keep that in mind. Always. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get started on the five things you need to know just in case you get into an accident. Well, actually, I lied. Let's not talk about that just yet. How about okay. we talk about the things that people commonly do when they get into an accident but are more harmful than helpful? Oh, this is a very good topic. Um, Good question. Um, Let me, the first thing that people do is a lot of people um, tend to not call the police. Um, Look, you've been into an accident, you talk to the other driver, and the other driver may know more than you, and they convince you not to call the police, or you think that the accident's not that big of a deal and you don't call the police. And sometimes the police can help you further down the line by, you know, providing evidence in the form of an accident report. Okay. Um, And this kind of goes hand in hand with the fact of you also believing the other driver who hits you immediately, right? Because you want to believe that the other person is just like you. Uh, You were involved in an accident. He he or she is at fault. Y'all said, y'all exchange information. And then you go home, there's two things happen. The person changes stories. Maybe they've talked to a friend or a family member and they've decided that, you know what? I wasn't at fault for that accident. So now you've got your insurance telling you, well, this driver is now saying that you caused the accident. And you're like, well, what just happened here? And then they said, well, do you have a police report? Well, you're like, no, I don't have a police report. 
So now you're at a disadvantage, right? Because at that accident scene, you didn't call the police. And then also you believe the other driver because you want to believe that people are going to do exactly what they said when you talked about it. But it happens all the time when people go back home and they change their, they change their story, you know, or, or their memory gets a little fuzzy or, or what have you, or they just have some other relatives or someone in their ear telling them, Hey, are you sure it happened that way? And they, and they're like, well, you know what, maybe it didn't. So that's one of the biggest things. Um, that is the worst way to start off on an accident claim. Okay. Um, there's some, uh, you want to ask me anything about that or you want me to keep going on to, Oh no, I was going to actually okay. say that. Um, yeah, no, I definitely, uh, definitely that happened to me when I got into my accident. Um, you know, yeah. it was my right of way and the girl, I guess, you know how like both sides could be green, but somebody else is trying to make a turn. But the thing right. is, like, she has to wait because I have the right of way. That's right. So, you know, but she thought that she could go. And I didn't even see her coming. Like, it happened so fast. So, mm-hmm. you know, everybody was, like, kind of, uh, how do I say Adrenaline was pumping. You know, she was crying. I was, like, looking, oh, my gosh, what happened to my car? Like, it was, it was a mess. So now, you know, her stepdad comes, and he's just like, oh, yeah, you know, things happen, and, you know, just we're just happy that everybody's okay blah 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 and I'm just like oh wow these are great people you know then I get a call from my insurance like two days later the day later they're like yeah no they said that it was your fault that your light was um green Correct. or red but I'm red. just like no even when we got out of the car the light was still green and there was witnesses somebody else called the police and the um ambulance for us because I had three people in the praise car. god yeah. yeah so and car was car was totaled you know so yeah. wow yeah no it was it was it was really wow <laughs> during that situation it was like wow but I was just shocked at like how somebody else just changed their story completely they were just like no it was their fault they yeah. are the ones who did it and I was just yeah. like dang that's, that's wild and you could never I mean and your accident was was such a heavy impact it never crossed your mind that they would leave and say anything other than what occurred. But I'm telling you, you're in Florida, I'm in Texas. I see this every day, you know, throughout the day. It's, well, no, 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 they said this, they said that. And then I have to tell the person, well, here's what they're saying now, you know? So, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm really happy that you had um, witnesses. And that leads into another thing that a lot of people do not do is they do talk to um, good Samaritans who have seen the accident or witnesses who've seen the accident and they do not take down their contact information. Okay. That is the, that is another uh, very big component of a car accident is who, who else is, is, is likely to say what happened in an accident other than someone who is a disinterested, that's what we call them a disinterested party who observed what occurred they're actually more powerful than a police officer who has driven up to the scene after an accident and takes down a narrative, right? He takes down your side, he takes down that other person's side, but he never saw it. So who would be more reliable than a person who observed it, correct? Which is a witness. And a lot of people during the adrenaline pumping, they let those people go. I know at the time of the accident, it doesn't seem like, you know, that you need their information or sometimes people say, oh, well, the officer got it. But, well, I'll go pull the report and the officer's notes, and it's nowhere to be found, 
okay? And you need it because right now it's he said, she said, or the officer decided to say both of you were at fault or neither were you of you were at fault. And the witness is the one who can actually tip the scale in your favor. And we don't know who that person is. Okay. So that's a big thing is witness information um, gathering. And with um, cell phones, we can take pictures and video of everything. Right. So just take a picture of that that um uh witnesses driver's license or whatever and or his or her phone or number plug it into your cell phone and then you're done with it you can use it later on you don't even even if the officer doesn't have it you've got it for later on should that should the dispute arise with with the insurance and trust me it will <laughs> trust me it will arise okay so you are lucky to have a witness a lot of people um don't don't realize how how important witnesses are. Okay, and um, that's the um, that's one of the biggest things. And right, I would say a witness is actually even more important than the than the police. You know, if you can't if you can't call them, or y'all decide you don't want to wait for them in cities that are large, where you know, um, eight million plus city, and the police are going to take two three hours, and you've got to go to work. As long as you have a witness, you've got someone who observed that accident. Okay, and um, sometimes if you're able to maybe dial their number to make sure their phone rings right then and there and you didn't enter the number in wrong, because like you said, adrenaline will be pumping. Okay, so that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> See, okay. And for me, I had witnesses, but I didn't get their number. And right now, I can't even remember if they were there when the police actually came, because I wasn't the one that called. They called. But, yeah, I can't even remember. And that was one thing that I wish that I had gotten. That's a really yeah. good point that you said that their information. Because, mm -hmm. to be honest, it turned into a he said, she said type of thing. But yeah. somebody was actually there and saw it. But I didn't have their information. They used their phone to call, not mine. Yeah. So it was just like, but yeah, no, this is, this is good. Witnesses, mm -hmm. you know calling the police so okay in in regards to the police so okay. in any type of accident even if it's like a little like they just scratched your car type of thing mm -hmm. or, so any type of uh impact with your car you should call the police well here's what here i guess you could judge it right how good are you at documenting information and how good are you at, at being a fact fighter meaning are you intimidated to talk to the person who hit you or are you someone who, hey, you know what? I'm someone who I've got my phone out and I'm documenting. I've got my Android rolling. I'm taking, <laughs> if you said sorry at the accident scene and the, the father showed up, let's use yours for an example, I'm documenting that whole thing. So I'm, I'm very comfortable leaving that scene with just exchanging information. Do you understand what I mean? Because I've got my, my, my independent piece of evidence that shows what, what occurred at that time. However, if you are injured or if your car is totaled, you must call the police. Those are not even, it, you should not even be negotiating whether to call the police, okay? Because first of all, if you're injured, then you don't have all of your, um, you know, you're not thinking straight, you're scared, you're worried about your health, you're worried about all kinds of things could be going through your mind. You could be going to pick someone up, you could be going to work. So maybe having the backup of an officer doing that investig you know, investigative evidence gathering at the scene of the accident could help you while you focus on your health, 
right? If your car is totaled, trust me, you're injured, okay? Um, it's by the grace of God that you were able to even dial the police. It's just, it's just always a good thing to do. They'll have the ambulance come and they'll check you and make sure that you're okay. Remember, just because you're physically okay on the outside, something could be going on on the inside. So primarily, I, I think with the, with the more moderate to severe accidents, you must dial the police. And um, even bystanders are, trust me, they're calling too. Okay. I always, whenever we go back and we order um, what's called um, public information requests from police departments, you won't believe how many 911 calls we see from passerbys to describe an accident that occurred. And then sometimes we can even find witnesses through that, through that, we, that request actually. Okay. Um, but I would never in a moderate to severe accident hesitate to call the police. Okay. So I hope that that answers that question. Oh, definitely. Okay. Cause I just wondering. And even in a smaller one, there's nothing wrong with calling the police too, because, um, uh, the, the reason I say that I always like to call the police because you never know, uh, not that this happens a lot, but that car could be stolen. That person could be under the influence. You know, there, there's all kinds of things that the police can discern that you cannot, right? I mean, um, they can always, they'll scan license plates and they'll scan IDs and things of that nature to let you know, was that person even supposed to be on the road driving, right? I mean, if that car is stolen or if that person's under the influence, how are you going to know that but for the police, okay? Um, so that's, that's another thing. You have the right to call them at any time, okay? And they'll come and their job is to do assistance and aid you. I've had a client that had a very small wreck and the person refused to give them the insurance information, just refused. And, um, and I don't know about in Florida, but in Texas, that's against the law, right? So the officer will force them to hand over that insurance information and their ID. And if they refuse, then they've got to write them up a ticket. Okay. So that's kind of how, how it generally works. And I'm sure it probably works just the same over there too. Okay. Wow. Okay. I didn't, I yeah. didn't know that. So yeah. That's an important piece. Okay. Yeah. So, I think I'm not sure if those were part of the five <laughs> things that we were supposed to to know. But hey, okay. If you have five things or five things that people should do when they get into a car accident, um, can you please, you know, let us know if if yeah. you know if if those other ones were a part of it. I'm not really sure, but if they were, okay. cool. But you know, if not. Well, we could just recap so I don't forget, because I, I really think this is an important topic, and right. I love talking about it. I'm a nerd, so I kind of, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of love talking about it. Um, the the whole the biggest thing: make sure you're make sure you're in a safe location after an accident. Right? You cannot stay in the middle of the roadway. Okay, you're obstructing traffic, and you're also subjecting yourself to being re-injured by other passing motorists. Right. So you need to pull off to a shoulder, get to a safe location. It could be a local business. It could, you know, be right there on the shoulder and make sure you're okay, right? Um, you know, are you having headaches? Are you dizzy? Um, some people, you know, describe losing consciousness, you know, going in and out of consciousness, things of that nature, right? So that's why it's really important to move aside so that you, first of all, you don't get re-injured, right? Because I hear um, multiple people that stay in the roadway and they get re-hit. Right. They were hit the first time. And then the last thing you want is to be hit by another motorist who could be driving negligently, too, or not have time to brake. Right. Um, I got a quick recap. I've got a, 
an accident here where my client's car was disabled and the next thing you know she was hit by an 18 wheeler so yeah and the 18 wheeler pushed her up into a barrier yeah it was it was a very so i so i can't i can't um overplay or you know over you know what it over I just can't be more extreme in saying you have to move out of the way. You know, even if, if your car is disabled, then physically, when the road is clear and you're on the freeway, you have to move your body out of that roadway because you just won't believe how many people will not be able, you know, they could be, like I said, they could be texting, they could be on the phone, and they could not see your obstruction ahead or, you know, it just happened and you didn't have time to put your hazards on and you won't believe another wreck could occur. You know, I had a client, she was hit two more times and the last time was by that 18 wheeler. So it was just so remarkable how everyone was, you know, speeding and not observing this obstruction. Right. So, um, but she, you know, she was like an accident just occurred. Everyone needs to stop. So she didn't understand that. No, they're not going to (laughs) stop. You know, they should, but you know, you don't want to leave it up to them to do that. Right. So that's the first thing move to safety. Okay. Then number two, I would always get out of the car and go talk to that other party. Uh, hey, are you okay? What occurred? And there's nothing wrong with having your phone recording or taping at this time. Okay. A lot of um, my clients that I represent, they have dash cams now. And a lot of the dash cams come with microphones. These microphones carry very significantly from their dashboard. It can carry sound all around the perimeter of their vehicle. You wouldn't believe the things that we catch now. Um, Right after an accident, people issue what's called excited utterance. That means their first statement, I'm sorry, I wasn't looking. I'm sorry, I was rushing to work. I'm sorry, I have to pick up my wife from, 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 from work. I have to pick up my kids from school. I have to be at church. You, you know. So that's where you get the real story of what happened, right? Before they go home to change their story, right? And then number three, you're going to call the police. We've gone over that. And then how about number four? Um, Number four, I would say the biggest thing I hate is people talking to an adjuster without talking to a lawyer first. um, Adjusters are also designed to do what's risk management. Risk management means they're supposed to limit their exposure to their insured, right? Yes, they have the insured has insurance and insurance is compensation. But their job is to not give you that money, okay? And all those questions that they're asking are so that they can limit how much they're going to have to pay you in the event of an accident. They're going to ask you, how are you doing today? You could have your, I had a client that had a tooth busted, a fractured neck, and she told them she was fine. I'm feeling good. I've, I've you know, I've been working out today. You know, she was on That's medication. Good. She was on medication, girl. Oh, she was. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah, and, and you won't believe it. The bigger the accident, the more they're calling you, the more they're checking on you. Some of them will even offer to come to your house and see you. Where I mean, you, that's where did you find? Okay, so where did the adjusters come from, though? Like, oh well, here's okay. Well, here's what will happen, right? Uh, let's use you for example. That father and that ch- daughter, they went home and they had to notify their insurance. Your everybody's policy says you have to notify your insurance in the event of the accident. I'm sure you called your insurance, right? So you call insurance X and you tell them I was in an accident with this person. This is their information. Okay. Right. Cause y'all exchanged information. So the insurance gets on the phone and they're immediately calling you to see what, can you tell me your, your events of the story? 
what happened? Were you involved in this accident? Can you tell me how fast you were going? Were you on the phone at the time? Were you listening to music? All these questions are designed to determine whether you were negligent. Do you understand what I mean? Um, right. And depending on each adjuster, they're going to take a different, you know, a different attack on this, on this, on this exam, right? Remember that adjuster works for that company. Their job is not to pay you this huge amount of money, right? Their job is to find out, well, we're, our, first of all, we want to know if we're really liable for your accident, right? Maybe you were doing something that made my client hit you, or maybe you hit my client, right? So that's why they want to get on the phone with you as soon as possible, Okay. And they don't even really care what their what their insured is saying. I've had <laughs> I've had cases where their insured is calling my client, apologizing. Sorry, I've got voicemails. I thought I killed you. I, I thought I killed you at the scene. What? And the insurance is still yo yeah. And the insurance is still not, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's crazy, right? And the insurance is still not trying to take liability. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and you won't wow. and you won't believe it. I. I've had to call clients in to let them hear, you know, on a three-way call that this adjuster, and they're like, what the, heck? I've got, you know, I, I had to calm my client down that, you know, my client had a voicemail. As a matter of fact, I'm going to call him right now. Oh my <laughs> and of course, and, but remember, insurance is risk management. So that, that actual guy who hit my client, he was such a nice guy. He was actually a Christian. He was so scared. You know, he told, he even, I had a police report we he told the truth he called his insurance you better pay him i almost killed him <laughs> i mean it was it was just terrible it was just terrible you know like it was just it was just crazy i mean but of course we had kept all these um i mean that that's like an outlier right that's not very normal for um uh concerned you know party that was negligent to keep calling and checking but he was just so traumatized you know this um my client was throwing up at the scene you know all this it was really oh a, my uh, goodness yeah it was it was wow. a terrible accident my client, you know you know he's never been in an accident he's a right. young guy he's uh he's um he's a young guy but he supports his family okay meaning his mom and his dad so his income is very important to the household and he couldn't work and he was just you know, and this man just had such the spirit of Jesus inside of him and such a good a grace and a, an empathy for this young boy. And he he followed up on checking on him, even though he had insurance. Like we were just happy that he told his insurance the truth. You know, we were happy that he told the police. He goes, no, I looked down at my phone and I ran this light. OK, that is what occurred. And I hit him and I'm so sorry. I pray I didn't kill, you know, because my I. I skipped a part. My client lost consciousness. That's what led the man to think he had, that the boy had, but he didn't pass. Thank God he's walking around. He's talking. And, um, after much needed treatment, he was fine. Okay. And then, um, um, another thing is, you know, one thing that people never do after that, not, not everybody, but people always believe that they're not injured. And I'm telling you that these cars are man-made. I did the same thing when I was young. I had a very traumatic accident, but adrenaline was pumping and I wasn't supposed to be driving my sister's car when I wrecked it. And I never went to the doctor. Okay. But I did, I was injured. I was hurting at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, but I just told people I was fine. And that's one of the biggest things is insurance and juries and people who want to know if someone is injured. Well, you got to go to the doctor. If you don't go to the doctor and you're at home or you're working, then you're not really injured. Okay. Or if you're working and not 
after you get off from work or before you go to work and you don't go to the doctor, then they still think you're not injured. So if you're hurting even a little bit, always go get it checked out because it may be something big. It could be like a disc herniation. It could be something that turns into a bigger problem later down the line. So you always want to go get checked out, even if just for, you know, peace of mind, right? Um, these cars, I mean, like I said, they're man-made and just think of how fast everybody drives and, you know, I mean, the velocity of, of just a little bit of injury can cause like serious things like whiplash. People don't even realize that it takes like years to heal from whiplash. Oh, yeah. 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 And you won't know until it, ha- until it occurs to you. I still have problems to today because of my collarbone that I never got checked out. So I can't really hold, um, you know, large purses, backpacks, things of that nature. You know, I always have to give it to like someone to carry or something like that. So please go and see a physician or an urgent care, or there's a lot of chiropractors that will take you at no cost if you've been involved in an accident in exchange for your insurance information and make sure you're feeling better because trust me, there's no amount of money that a lawyer can give you or an insurance they can give you that will replace your health. Okay. And that needs to be like your primary focus. Okay. So that's a really that would great be... point. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about your, you just mentioned your wrist. I hope you took care of that. Yeah. I mean, my mom um, made us go to the, to the hospital. Good. Um, she wasn't even in the country. Mind you. Oh, yeah, no, it was, it was really strange. She wasn't even in the country. She's like, no, you need to go to the hospital. Um, but thank God that none of us had any injuries. I think for her, why she emphasized that was because she got into a really bad accident a couple of years ago. And, mm-hmm. you know, for her in the car, she tells me that, you know, she didn't feel anything. It was until the paramedics came that when they tried to get her out of the car or her to walk out of the car, it's like she just kind of collapsed. And reason yeah. being is she broke her femur. But in the wow. car herself, she didn't even know that that's what happened. She didn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. You know? I believe. Yeah, I believe you. You wouldn't believe how many people go home with like, I mean, fractured wrists, fractured fingers, fractured feet, but that adrenaline and the fear, right? Because when you have a car accident, it's, I, I, I really, I, I don't want to be dramatic, but I, life and death should flash before your eyes. I mean, how many times do um, we hear on the news that there's a deadly accident at an intersection, but they don't even talk about the percentage that are all injured after you know after an accident so most likely you are injured just because you you know what i mean just because it wasn't traumatic and it wasn't on the news does not mean it wasn't severe okay and like i said these cars are man-made it's metal against metal we're made of tissue and bones so just think about what could happen to your body it's not really uncommon for someone to leave something with a broken with some kind of broken bone or a herniated disc or you know, nerves pinching on the spine or something of that nature. That's not really that uncommon. Those are actually consistent with what we see in whiplash, uh, your neck going back and forth. I mean, it's, it's like an automatic thing in most accidents and it does take a long time to heal from that, you know? So, mm-hmm. Those are really yeah. great points. Um, for somebody who may not have insurance, what would be mm-hmm. the best option for them? Well, for, you mean health insurance? Yeah, for somebody that doesn't have health insurance. Well, I mean, you you wouldn't believe it. Call an attorney, and we've all got a list of physicians, 
chiropractors, physical therapists who actually only cater to accident victims, personal injury victims who are not concerned with your health insurance. If you've got a third party that caused a wreck for you or you've got coverage on, on your car, then your bills will get paid for, okay? And in exchange for payment at a later date, they'll take care of you right now, okay? And a lot of people don't realize that there's this whole list of healthcare practitioners, that that's all that they practice or a portion of their practice is, is dedicated to um, injury victims from someone else's negligence, okay? And, um, but the best person to contact about those resources are lawyers, okay? Because they've got them all in their, in their Rolodex there, okay? Oh, that hit somebody like thank you jesus because <laughs> i know it's a it's a major concern for people that you know i don't want to go to the hospital i don't want to get um you know billed so and it's much. not going to be on your credit it's not going to be on your credit a lot of them enter into agreements and they're you'll you'll see it right there that they promise to only pursue um uh, they'll give all the bills to your lawyer. They won't go to your credit report. None of that, you know, in exchange for letting them help you, you agree to let them um, have a portion of whatever the insurance or the attorney recovers on your behalf from that insurance. Okay. And so it, that way you can focus on your health because like I said, yeah, worry, let the attorney worry about how much the doctors get paid or how much get paid down the line. You need to focus on feeling good so you can go back to work, go back to taking care of your family or discover, am I going to have problems in the future? I won't know that if I'm scared at home that I don't have health insurance, right? But it's very important so that you can keep working, keep working out to know, hey, if something's wrong with your back or something's wrong with your neck or if something's wrong with your thumb that didn't heal properly, um, or are you going to need plastic surgery from that scar? There's this whole group of, of healthcare practitioners who offered reduced services um, to people who are involved specifically in accidents. Okay, there's dentists and orthodontics who fix teeth all the time for accidents, and then you don't have to have any health insurance. Okay, the attorney knows how to fill out all that paperwork and get that practitioner to treat you, and you just have to make sure that you like the doctor and that they're giving you the right treatment plan that works with your beliefs and your schedule. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's really great information. Thank you for sharing that because I'm like, yeah. I mm -hmm. had no idea that was even a thing. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really yeah. There. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of resources out there that people won't know, but um, a great stepping stone is calling a lawyer. <clears throat> Maybe calling a couple, getting in, you know, doing because it doesn't cost you anything. Interview a few of them, tell them what's going on. And then they'll tell you, hey, well, you can, I can get you into someone today or I can, t I can have someone come and pick you up. Some people, when your car is totaled and your insurance hasn't provided with your car, but you need to go to the doctor, you're not feeling good, you didn't sleep all night. If they'll come and pick you up and drop you back home and not charge you a thing up front, many people will not complain about that arrangement. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Are there any other resources that you recommend uh, for people or is there any resources that you wish people would have so they could be more knowledgeable about what to do? Just yeah. In an accident? I, I think the biggest, the biggest thing that I have to do, especially here, I represent a lot of drivers. When I say drivers, I want to, I mean, cab drivers, limo drivers, Lyft, Uber, 
because they are always on the road, they tend to be more experienced in car accidents. And I, one of the biggest dreams of a lawyer is videotape. <laughs> and a lot of them use their phones now to record what's going on on the road and what's going on in the environment, road rage, police interaction, witness interaction. And I really wish a lot more people would take advantage. We're so quick to use our phone to record, you know, pictures and, you know, and things of that nature and parties. But what better to record than capturing your accident as it occurs? So that's a resource that's right in your hand. And anything could happen during an accident. But I'm telling you, later on down the line, a lot of it, it saves a lot of problems and a lot of hassles for people when they need their car fixed soon or if you, um, you know, and the insurance is telling you that they're still under investigation or they can't reach their insured or the police report's not ready or what have you, or we just don't believe you. Okay. Um, so that's one of the biggest things I love now is the fact that we've all got these smartphones and you just wouldn't believe how much they save in time and investigation and a lot of hassle on a claim getting started. And this is mostly in the non-traumatic kind of cases. Okay. So that's the biggest thing is you got your phone, just press record. Okay. And they've got a large microphone. Okay. So that's probably one of my biggest resources I wish people would utilize more. Okay. Wow. I didn't even know that was a thing. So yeah. where can you get all this stuff? Is it you just order on Amazon, like a dashboard no, no. camera? Oh, wait, you said your phone. Duh. <laughs> Okay, well, I could talk about this. Maybe this will be another day, but we could talk about this forever. But uh -huh. you, you could order, you could order like sleek, nice, cute dash, you know, dash cams. They're, you know, they they range from moderately priced from nineteen dollars to as high to like one fifty, depending on what kind of functions you want with it. But you won't believe how you know an Android or an iPhone. They've got apps for dash cams so that you don't have to worry about your cloud being clogged up. Um, I, I was actually going to start trying to uh, sample some myself to see, you know, how they work. But you could actually put your phone on a mount. You buy the mount for like, I don't know, nothing. I would assume nothing more than five bucks. You the mount has a little um, adhesive so you can move it from car to car. And, and then it would also help you so that you're not texting or, t or, or texting or holding your phone while you're driving, right? Because you've set your, your, um, your phone up horizontally, and now you've got it recording your surroundings. And, you know, of course, be careful, but it has a microphone, too, and the microphone carries. And, you know, as an incident occurs, it's recording it, right? And it's also capturing um, – and you can, you, can, you can angle it, too. Like, let's say you want to angle someone – you know, side swiping you, you could just turn it to the side. And then now you've got the, you've got the video of someone just hitting you on the side and then you get out and you're talking to them. You don't even have to hold it with you. Just angle it towards that location or angle it to the front of your window shield while you are in the front and it'll capture your, um, your, your, um, your voice too. I tried this out, um, just with my regular record function on my, um, Samsung. I think I have a Samsung Eight? I'm not sure is it or seven I think I have a seven or and then um and it carried everything the windows were up and it carried the conversation completely um between me and uh, one of my assistants um and we were reenacting an accident and you know what happened and you and you know you hit me you know we were just being dramatic but everything was recorded and the video was quite clear 
And that was actually just with the record function, you know, and, um, and then some people, a lot of my drivers, they'll actually hold their phone and they'll record um, the person who hit them. I had a client that he used his phone to record a lady who left the scene of the accident. I didn't believe him, but she was drunk. She did have the open container. She did throw it out on video. She and her friend were accusing each other of drinking, said they had been drinking. All this was on videotape. Okay. And I mean, ever since then, I've just, I've just, I can't advocate more than using your cell phone to record images and sound from an accident. You just won't believe the kind of stuff that people will. And of course, that lady did not know she was being recorded because she was under the influence and she went to change her story. We sent that video of the insurance gave us that lady's policy limits. <laughs> not that I want to advocate that, but they didn't even want any bills. Once they saw the video of her having alcohol in her hand and, you know, and being under the influence, they didn't want a jury to see that. Okay. So that was pretty interesting. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so much. Like, mm-hmm. you're right. Okay. I, you know what? I'll probably, if you give me the names of the apps that people yeah. could download i'll definitely link those below okay perfect yeah please try it out i'm not you know advocating any products or whatever you got to use it make sure there's no hidden fees and make sure it works and you know doesn't um you know have too much space i that's one of the things i hate i don't like apps taking up too much space on my phone you know because you got to other things right mm-hmm. pictures <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> pictures and video right this like this episode really it educated me like beyond what yeah like I had no idea a lot of Mm -hmm. things that you've presented I had no idea and I'm sure a lot of people are like dang for real like you know so they're even better equipped than I am now at this point so (laughs) you know for those who haven't gotten to an accident look you've just gotten a whole lot of just nuggets some good information so Good. Well, I'm happy. I'm happy to have been able to talk to you today, Dami, and I. I hope that your audience uh, enjoyed the conversation and they can take something home with them to use in their situations or to tell their friends because you just never know when this is gonna happen and you're gonna need one of these things to do. Or if you could do all five, please do all five. But you know, any one of them is so important that it could just save you a lot of headache and hassle dealing with an insurance company later down the line. Okay. Right, right. Wow. So thank you, Ade, so much for being on this episode. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Demi. I love talking to you, you know, and God bless you for having such a wonderful platform to help people grow and to get closer to the Lord. We need more of you. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks. Oh, you made my heart just burst. (laughs) They're like, ew, what's wrong with this girl? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm just, I'm just a little weird, you know, but it's fine, you know. Oh, you're have fun. <laughs> you gotta have fun. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You already know where to find me at the Planter, T H E P L A N N T E R on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening, and I will speak to you all on the next episode. All right. That was amazing.